You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What up, what up, everybody? It is just Catherine this week, but I am joined by a very special guest. A special special guest. Um, She's been on the podcast before. She was on season two, like, exactly a year ago. Wow. Crazy. Crazy times. Um, Her name is Rachel Elsie, and she's the owner of Social Coffee Supply. And last time she was on, we talked about her business, and this time we're going to talk about some business. (laughs) Some business. (laughs) Some business. Um, Yeah, we're talking about the Bachelor finale, which we have some feels on. Um, And if you do not watch The Bachelor, then you can go ahead and skip this episode. (laughs) I feel like I also have some, like, really interesting things for you. Um, Yeah, like, we have, we'll probably, as Rachel and Summer like to call it, have some noteworthy nugs of, like, just pop culture things happening. For sure. Um, And we're really funny. (laughs) And, like, we're, like, funny and interesting and smart and, like, Humble. Super humble. Yes. Yeah. And stunning. Yeah. So, all the things. Um, but Rachel is the guru of all things pop culture and as are you, as are you. Well, that's what I was going to say next. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we get in a room together and start talking pop culture, like it, ex- it's like an explosion. I know. I know. And I feel like when I found you in the world, I was like, finally someone gets it. Like even the I other, even the other day sure. when I was like, you listen to the morning toast, right? Like I just, you were like, Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Which took me forever though. My sister tried to get me to listen to that for It took a me forever time, too. And I finally was like, oh, okay. I, it took me forever because I thought they talked too fast. And I thought, these girls sound not too rude, but I was like, they sound just like dumb and like not enjoyable. Now I think they are so funny. So they are funny. playing the characters of like comedians of themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like they're not being serious. Yeah. They like step outside of themselves and like really play it. Yeah. So if you take them serious, then yeah, you're not going to like it. But if you like get into it, like the characters of it all, so funny. Glad I'm on board. And the fact that they do it every single day. I mean, that's probably the, what this is going to become. Like you're going to love this episode so much that you're going to want us to become future morning toast people every single day episodes you're basically gonna need that (laughs) so just slide into our dms and we'll talk it over we'll think about it just consider us your pop culture correspondents (laughs) that's cute i know that's really cute okay myself so that's what i call myself (laughs) so should we dive in to that yeah it was guys three hours long it was a snooze fest too not gonna lie i know they could have I mean, they could have made the whole thing an email. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dead serious. They could have. They truly could have. But they really could have done, like, an hour finale, hour after the final rose. They could have. Yeah, they really could have. I think that, like, we were talking before we pressed record, and Rachel brought up a good point. Like, you pretty much know what's going to happen by the time it's the finale. Finale. (laughs) The finale. (laughs) And you're kind of just more present for the after the final rose part, which... Actually, it was a really good interview. Yeah. You're really just looking for the update of, like, okay, what's been what's going happening? down since they filmed. Exactly. But we will go through the episode right now um, and our thoughts on little pieces of it. And I'm going to start with his description of Michelle versus description of Rachel in the beginning. Ooh. Here's, what, here's what I found him to say. His description of Rachel or of Michelle was like so pure and genuine. Like, she would make a great teammate. She would be a good partner. 
She asks good questions. I can see her as a wife. Like all these like very like realistic reasons why you would want to pick someone to be your wife. Like they had like substance. Exactly. And then he's like, and then Rachel, we're obviously attracted to each other. That's how he started it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So go ahead and rewind. You should have picked Michelle from the beginning. I mean, he just doesn't know the difference between being in lust and being in love. I know. And not that he was in love with either of them at this mm-hmm. point. That makes me wonder. Yeah, I don't really think he was. And I, after watching this episode, I'm starting to realize that maybe he, like, what he was so torn about is that he doesn't know what love really is. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but when he got to the point where he was like, oh, snap, I'm not sure if I want to do this at all. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Yeah. You're the bachelor. Which is like fine. It's totally fine. I'm not pressuring anyone into getting engaged too quickly, but it's just like you signed up for a TV show where you know it typically ends in getting getting engaged. Like the ring is in the logo of the show. (laughs) So you know there's a ring coming. Anyway, so that was just flabbergasting me. Yeah. So that start, I was like, oh God, foreshadowing. Here we go. He's going to make the wrong decision. And he's going to pick Rachel just because in this moment, he's more attracted to her. Um, but Michelle's date with his parents. Or First his... of all, how are we feeling about his mom? Okay, I have things to say. I have so <laughs> many things to say. One, she cries a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot more than I thought she would. She started crying. She, like, Michelle barely even cracked the door mm-hmm. open, and she just cried. started bawling. She cries all the time. Her blush needs help. Like, her blush game. I know that's, like, yeah. so superficial to say, but the girl had, like, Santa Claus cheeks. Like, yeah. pink pink cheeks and then the rest of her skin it was no blend so i was like really concerned if that was like her decision or the makeup artist of the bachelor it was like that in her interview at the first episode too mm-hmm. i remember heard of them yeah i think that's her style which maybe works in a natural lighting mm-hmm. um but in like well-lit interviews maybe mm-hmm. i don't think it's the move either but it's i'm just saying move. it's probably less horrendous in a natural way i heard a um podcaster that I listen to that debriefs The Bachelor say that she looks like Celine Dion and I can't get that out of my head. <gasps> Absolutely. That bone structure. And wow. the, the height, the nose, like the skinniness. Like she is Celine Dion in, in 20 years. Wow. What do you think of Patty? <laughs> Wait, first of all, how old is Celine Dion? I don't think she's that much younger than Matt's mom. You're probably right. Yeah. Celine Dion, fun fact, was my very first CD I ever owned. Let's oh see. my how gosh. Old I would love is... to know which album it was. It was the one. Were my strength when I was weak. You were my voice when I couldn't speak. It's where she had that short like haircut on the cover. Yeah. I've also been to her concert. I drove eight hours from college to a city to see her in concert. Oh, I think was that. I really love her. It was unbelievable. I mean, I can't imagine seeing her live. Taylor Swift is the number one concert of all time that I've been to, and then Celine Dion is second. Wow, that's good. She's fifty-two years old. Yeah, and Matt's mom is probably was a young mom. Matt's Let's see, how old is Matt James' mom? <laughs> yeah, I bet she might might be sixty or max. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mm, I'm not gonna find that. That's gonna be a little difficult. I think we will find it over time, though. We will. Anyway, Celine Dion's long lost twin is Patty James, or I guess her last name's on James. Oh, probably know. not. I don't know. Potentially, if she got married and divorced, I don't know what their switch was. Yeah, but what do you think of Patty? <sighs> um, so I just have like the crying didn't bother me too too much. I just thought like okay, like I mean they have to have such a special bond. She was primarily raising her sons alone. Yeah, like, you can tell he's 
big mama's boy and, and not in necessarily a bad way. Like mm-hmm. you just tell you have a very strong bond. And so she crying a lot makes sense to me. And yeah. she loves him and I like that. Now things that I'm not cool with. The way she calls him babe. I didn't even pick up on that. She called him babe like three times. And it's just like, I, and maybe that's just because that's like my choice of word for like my husband. Mm. So like that makes me just like be like, it's whoa. A, like, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine. Like, are there a lot of like parent children that call each other, that call babe? I wasn't called babe as a, as a child. If anything, like baby. Like, ba- like Not even baby. Yeah. I was called like by my name. <laughs> um, the other thing not cool with was that thigh like graze she touched his thigh no he touched her thigh and it was how did i miss this you were not paying attention because it's all i could think about oh literally it was one of those it's not just like a hey mom's talking right now i'm gonna set my like, it was hand like a rub on it was not like a hand on a shoulder hand on a knee it's neither it's like a hand on a knee and then we're going up and You're then we're joking. going back down, and then we're going up again. Shut. It was literally like what you would see, like him doing with all the women while they were telling sad stories, which he did, which he did very often. Yeah. Now we know where he got it from. Oh, I have to go back and rewatch yeah, that. I never thought I'd say. Oh, I know back. it's around the twelve minute mark. <laughs> like I heard that on a podcast because I was waiting for like a podcast I was listening to start talking about it, and they finally were like, "Yeah, twelve minutes forty five seconds." Did you see that? Thigh which podcast was it? Podcast. I don't listen to them. Yeah. I need to jump in. Oh, gosh. They're my everything. Really? Yeah, I'm going to see them live on tour as soon as that is allowed. Oh, my gosh. I think I need to jump in on that. Popcast. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah. They are hilarious. Okay. Um. Anywho, but not to continue plugging other podcasts when... Yeah. <laughs> when you're listening to this one. When you're done, you can subscribe to Popcast. Exactly. And also Rachel Rambles and also get social... And we'll move on. We will move on. So those are just the two things with Matt and his mom that I was just, like, not feeling. The, like, mm-hmm. her calling him babe and him rubbing her thigh. Mm-hmm. I not just good. Have, I just have some questions. It's not a good look. I have a lot of questions, too. It's called Patty. What if we did get Patty on the phone? And here's Patty. <laughs> I mean, she's probably two hours away from us right now. True. She's in Raleigh. Um, I just thought Michelle's date, though, was really great with the mom. Okay. Like, she answered the questions really well. Love the She's snowball the most fight. well-spoken person, like, sincere. Like, I can't get over how, like, genuine Michelle mm-hmm. is. I just love her. I think I have a crush and on her. And she doesn't even care. I mean, we can get into this later when we talk about the Bachelorette stuff. But, like, she just doesn't care about the camera. She is not thirsty for the fame. Well, she didn't even have an Instagram exactly. until this season started. She made an Instagram when she got on the show. Really? Yes. I. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that. Go look at her Instagram. She made it. Oh, I follow her. She, yeah. She but has, like, 12 know. photos. And it's from this last, like, four months or whatever. Which I really appreciate because most girls go on trying to be an influencer. Yeah. And, well, she said the reason why they're doing her season, because they didn't really explain this, but what's happening is they're doing Katie's season. Yeah, I'm confused now how this is going to work. Yes. We're fast-forwarding again, guys. We're jumping all over the place. Spoiler alert. Hop on board. So they announced two bachelorettes, Katie and Michelle. Katie's season is the one that's about to start feeling like right now, and we'll get that in May. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have Paradise. Okay. Then during the summer, they'll film. So we will Michelle's have Paradise. Season. We will have Paradise. It'll That's go all I care Bachelorette, about. Paradise, Bachelorette. But the reason they did that was because Michelle said, "I'm not going to take off for filming again." Like I would say no if you asked me to be the Bachelorette, and I have to start filming now because I have students in my class. <gasps> so they t- they listened and they they did it. So I think what happened was because they, they 
were original. I need to look all this up. I think originally they was just going to be Katie, and then but the, then they took it away from her, and they offered it to Michelle. And Michelle said no because I have class and I'm teaching and that's my job and that's what I care about. Mm-hmm. And I will. It's not, not about theme for her. I really want to get it. I really want to get it. And they either. were like, well, people are actually obsessed with you, and so we're going to try to get you in later. Katie, we're going back to you now. Do you want to do it right now? So Katie's doing it now. Then simultaneously while Katie's recording, are they going to record Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, towards the end of it. Okay. And then after that, they'll start Michelle's season. Yeah. That's a lot of Bachelor content. I honestly, like, kind of had a panic attack because I was like, oh my gosh. Because typically if you do podcasting or any kind of blogging or recapping, you know, mm-hmm. in this world, you you do it January through August. Mm-hmm. And then you get you your four-month break. No. We have not. I mean, I guess we got our break last year during the pandemic. Yeah, true. But we not were, really because listen to your heart. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but at this point, we will have like been doing Bachelor since September last year, and it's going to go essentially for the rest of this year. Yeah. So buckle so, up, all buckle you content up. creators. Yeah, that's a lot. But I'm actually really. I thought that. What I thought was going to happen is Katie was going to have a season, and then back-to-back it was going to be Michelle's season, and they weren't going to do Paradise, and that really bummed me out. <gasps> no. Okay, actually, I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% on it, but that's just what I've heard. Okay. You're and probably right. I haven't read anything like official yet, and they were very vague last night, probably purposefully. Super vague. So I wonder if they because they really decided. And because I don't think they know anything about Chris Harrison, and I think they're just like making a lot of... like. Yeah, I'm going to save my thoughts about gen- general thoughts about Chris Harrison for when we get okay. later in the episode. Um, okay, so the next one was obviously Rachel's date. And all I wrote was, oh, no, I wrote two things. One, when he refers to the foreshadowing of their relationship to his mom, he's like, I just see us in the future and how she's going to handle more important things as they come up. That was one of the things he said, which is really ironic because like the most important thing happened to them and they broke up. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah. so when it was he, a whenever, lot of like awkward like knowing the future ooh, yeah like, talk. yeah and then also yeah. speaking of tears because <laughs> Patty cried a lot Rachel has used and I don't think she's using it as a weapon but like her tears are her weapon like she can pull out those tears see for me I said she was playing the faith card yeah she said the god the, thing it was the only thing of substance she said uh-huh and she was basically just like what do you love about my son she basically was just like he prayed and so yeah i was in and like just use that as her end and i think that was what was winning the family over and i just felt like she was using it yeah and i remember in the beginning when he did pray she cried and someone was like are you super spiritual and she was like not really i was just like really touched she said that in that episode yeah so i'm like hmm not adding up yeah not adding up I, I just wrote as, like, a side note that I I can't cry when I'm happy in life. So, yeah. like, I only cry at sad things. I didn't cry at my wedding. Didn't cry when we found out we were pregnant. All the times. Didn't cry when we saw the ultrasound. Nothing happy. I cry. I'm like, oh, my God, it's great. Like, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. So, I would suck on The Bachelorette, like, during happy moments when you're like, I'm just so in love. And, like, they bring out, like, those cute little cue the tears. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. No. It's because... Everyone has a different outlet for their emotions, but yes, I'm definitely you. way more like you. Yeah. Because when I'm happy, I'm happy. Well, we always joke, and Chelsea's probably listening to this, but Chelsea cries, like, can cry on cue. Like, she yeah. cries at everything. And I have a lot of friends like that, it's really empathetic and sweet, but I am just not, <laughs> not empathetic and sweet, I guess. I'm just, like, going to process my emotions um, a lot slower and in yeah. front of zero people. 
And then the next part, his mom, like, he's feeling on a high because both dates went really great. And then his mom just implants doubt in him. Well, first of all, how'd you feel about his brother? We haven't even mentioned him once. Um, his brother, he was asking hard-hitting questions. He, I, I love how I feel like he planned his questions. Yeah, he did. Like, he knew what they were going to be. And, they, and then they asked, like, basically similar ones to both girls, which some people might be like, well, that's lazy. But it's like, no. He needs to know. Compare and contrast. Yeah. yeah. No, I liked his brother. Yeah. They look a lot alike. I heard, which I haven't looked this up myself, but he, um, like, is a rapper and, like, does, like, music, like, on SoundCloud. Like, nothing, like, yeah. huge or anything. And I can't remember, but his name was, like, something the Scorpion. <gasps> yes. <laughs> you know whose brother I loved? Who? On, was on Tasha's season. I loved Ivan's brother. Oh, Ivan's brother. Oh, he was whipping out them like nuggets of wisdom oh like it was nobody's gosh, business. Gosh, I loved him. Mm-hmm. Ooh, what if Matt's brother and, and Ivan's, Ivan's brother, brother duo? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Or they get their own. They are the next two bachelors. That'd be a good commentary. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like it's Katie and Michelle for the next two bachelorettes, and then it's Ivan's brother and Matt's brother. I cannot remember their names for the life of me. No, me either. But they're brothers. Um, okay, so next. Her mom, or the mom implants a lot of doubt in him, so naturally he needs to talk to Chris Harrison. <laughs> the mom's like, can't you just, like, date them? Like, can yeah. you just date whoever you're going to pick and, like, not get engaged? Yeah. Um, and, and he's like, oh, wait. I was what she was saying. She was saying, feelings come and go. Love is not the end all be all. Which, for me, I, like, d- agree and disagree. Because mm-hmm. for me, it's like, love is the end all be all, but not the love you're talking about. Yeah. You're talking about feelings and, lust. like, getting swept up in the moment and lust and things like that. Like, Love that phase. is a choice. Like, yes, I agree. And I think that that's why so many relationships on The Bachelor fail because they have like all those chemical feelings in the beginning that everyone gets when you first start dating someone. And then they get into the real world and they have all these pressures and they don't choose to stay together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, wait, I don't think I love you like I should. But so I think she had really good, que- really good points. And Matt. Obviously, as we find out soon, did not need to be getting engaged. No, he was not ready. So thank goodness his mom was there to say what needed to be said. He was not ready, and then Chris, the best. I, I can't with Chris. I okay, yeah, okay. So, but the best part was he was he was like, I'm just like now I just have a lot of doubts, and I need to talk to someone who can handle this. And not 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 Chris Harrison. And I just thought that was so good. Biggest eye roll of my entire life. I just I and like y'all, I used to be like down for Chris and I am not like I don't know lately I've just been so over him and not even because of all the huge controversies mm-hmm. or anything like that I just feel like every time I see him do anything I'm like bro do you even know how to ask a question yeah he do just you even know how he to, just like, says the same thing every time or like he's kept telling Matt what he thought and felt mm-hmm. he kept telling Matt like you're feeling it's manipulative this. and I'm like just shut up and listen for like five seconds. It's kind of gaslighty if you think about it. Yeah, it's like, like you're just not even good at this. And then after that interview with Rachel, like minus the parts that were just so hurtful, and event, like you just clearly weren't listening. This is not good for an interviewer. And yeah, host. it's very bulldozy. Like, let me mm-hmm. tell you how to feel. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna like run over what emotions you might have with what you should be feeling. But he he did say like, so you're just gonna listen, take what your mom said, and blow all this up. In, in Basically, she, and he you're started like, quoting things that Matt, or he wasn't quoting them; he was paraphrasing them. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even saying them right. And then he was like, "Wow, that's a sucky greeting card." Yeah. I'm sorry, Chris, are you signing up for a greeting card for marriage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
those well, Chris's things get marriage, trash. Chris's marriage didn't turn out so hot, so. And that is the other thing I want to say. Why on earth is everyone in the world? Because if you, like, go on, like, Bachelor, like, Facebook groups or, like, um, people who follow The Bachelor online, there's a lot of people who are not down with these changes. No. Who are very upset with it. They're like, Chris Harrison or die. Like, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, the show is nothing without Chris Harrison, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, watch all of a sudden, like, one, how on earth is he qualified for this anymore? To yeah. be honest. Yeah. He had a failed marriage. Yeah, which, and it's a, a no show about marriage. Or anything like that, but it's just like, why on earth are you qualified to give all this advice? Agreed. Number two, we just talked about all those bulldozy, manipulative tactics. Mm-hmm. You're not even good at interviewing people anymore. You want to hear a couple of the quotes of things he was like? Matt's just, you know. I do. I want to hear a couple of things Chris said to Matt. Yeah, tell me. He just like was listening to that, and he goes, "Part of you was in love with her." Matt never even said that. Matt never said that. Yeah. Like whatever. And by the way, this is all after he sent Michelle home. Oh, this was after. Okay, okay, we'll get to that next. So sorry. No. Oh, man. No, no, no. No, say your quotes. Well, and then another one he said was, he goes, what your mom said shook you to the core. Which is, like, nothing, like, outrageous or anything, but just, like, that's a bad interview. Like, Mm -hmm. you're just commenting and telling him what happened to him. Instead of, like... Asking a question and then being silent and How letting did that him. How you? What do you think you're gonna do mm-hmm, now? Mm-hmm. Um, just like I just like was watching it and it was just like the most like like this like uh, in addition to other things potentially is why honestly we could go for a replacement at this point. I agree. And I'm so sorry I turned this episode into an anti Chris Harrison episode. I I think we were gonna head there anyway. Sorry, I'm walking away because I put my dog in. Um, Bear has a lot to say. He, has, he really wants to comment on this episode. But, yeah, I think that we were going to head that way anyway because I really have, like, some feels on how Emmanuel did. He did great. What an incredible communicator mm-hmm. and interviewer and, like, storyteller. Like, I just couldn't get over it. And it was, like, such a stark contrast between what we've gotten mm-hmm. in the past, like, billion years. Yeah, and I'm not saying he needs to be the replacement, but I almost, like, had this thought of, like, what if every season they did have someone different? I mean, like, I, I don't... I hate that person. Like, I just think the show really isn't about the host. It's not about the advice that they give anymore. Because it used to be, like, very, like, I'm part of Bachelor Nation, so I can give you advice. I've helped all these other yeah. leads before. Let me help you. It's not about that really anymore. Yeah. I think you're I think you're totally just spot have, on. like, different, like, people like Emmanuel that are just, like, really good at communicating and understanding multiple perspectives and they can give shed some light on something yeah yeah i agree i totally agree um it just showed it was just really bad it just put such a spot like watching the whole episode and having chris in those little moments just not doing a very good job and then having a whole hour of emmanuel it just showed like the stark contrast yeah i agree i totally agree Chris, you're not doing so good yeah i totally totally agree um okay (laughs) so then they do their one-on-one dates he goes and propels down a building with Michelle. Super like we took a leap of faith for love. Like all those analogies that they I totally use. That yeah, I just Violent. all I wrote was they propel down a building and then I skipped to when they're one on one right before he breaks up with her. I loved her gift, like the jersey gift. I thought that was so sweet. Also, Matt, I get like you were just like being the lead and doing what you had to do, but I felt like he gave her no. Like, not even a little bit of a hint that he wasn't dead. I know. She was shocked. Yeah, I agree. And when I heard that after the final Rose conversation where she was like, I asked if I could, like, speak to him because clearly it came out of nowhere. And he said no. I was like, ooh. I was like, are you Not a good look. He said no. Yeah, not a good look. Like. He was in a dark place. He was. Like, he went went dark. 
during this episode. Well, you know how I knew he didn't have a girlfriend at the end of all this? How? Because the beard. told him to shave that beard. I was going to say the beard. I said, that man is alone. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, he's single for sure. For sure. Even though there were photos of him and Rachel when they were still together and he had already started the beard, I guess. There's photos of them? Like, at the after the final where they oh. showed, like, oh, during those weeks, like, after filming, he had already started the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the three photos they have together. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really deep relationship. So I was just really sad for Michelle when he, because, like, basically, his thing was, he was also just not being very clear at all. He was being very vague, and he was just like, I just don't know if blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what is this then? Like, am I supposed to fight for you? Like, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and then he finally is like, I can't get there with you. Yeah. And I'm like, why'd you have to make her drag that out of yeah you. because she, she asks enough. good questions she could be the host she really does ask great questions she could be her own host she could be her own host questions. yeah she's like i got this i don't need anyone to like dive deep into my season with i i am me <laughs> um yeah i just like i just hate that he ended it right after she gave him that gift too like that gift was so sweet to me i'm like i'm a coach so obviously i'm like a big like teamwork person and michael and i constantly refer to our marriage as like a team and i i'm just like that is like to me that was so sincere like we're we're on the same team michelle used that like that was her whole mindset Mm -hmm. too and i think that's why she took it so seriously Mm -hmm. because she had that mindset and i think that's why i love her so much i've been in love with her since the week she arrived actually no the balloon the hot balloon hot air balloon Went to the kiss in the blue. And then every episode after that, you just got a little bit more. I was like, oh, she's really funny, really kind, really sincere. The bloopers of her were the best. And I, I heard in an interview that he did with someone, I can't remember, maybe Caitlin Bristow, and he said that she was the best kisser on his season. Ooh-wee. Yeah. So I'm like, they clearly had some chemistry. Okay. Anyways, moving on. After that, he, like, breaks down and... We see a lot of tears from him. And then, of course, Chris Harrison comes to console him after, which is what you alluded to before. Mm-hmm. Um, it went bad. That's all I need to know. It just wasn't good. But my favorite part was in the beginning when Chris walks up and he's, like, got this, like, strut. And he goes, hey, dude. And gives him, like, this, like, man handshake <laughs> high five situation. And I was like, oh, no. Like, he's trying so hard to be, like, a bro to cool. Matt. Like, yeah. Um, yes. I was like, oh, we just got, like, we got to get him out. Um, next, my next note, and I don't know what this is for, is that they all, both of them, Michelle and Rachel, constantly said he's my person, and I just like got really annoyed at that like phrase, my person. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, Especially when you, he hasn't committed to you yet. He's not your person. He's, he's your person when you say I do. Yeah. Or you get engaged. Right. And you commit to like, but before that, it's like he's actually got two people there. <laughs> So, I don't really think that he's your person just yet. Yeah. Um, and then I thought that the next awkward thing that Chris Harrison did was when he, like, went to Rachel's hotel to tell her that she wasn't getting a date. And, like, the way he, he leaned, he was, like, leaning into the door of her hotel room, like, in this really almost, like, sexual, like, creepy... It looked like, hey, Matt can't come today, but want to hook up? Yeah, it did! It really did! And I just wrote... Oh, Mr. Bear, Bear did Mr. not Bear. like that. He said, no voice. But he, quote, he, the first thing he said was, sorry to barge in. And he's like leaning on the door. And I was like, oh God, he's going to, like, this is not good. See, I see him leaning and I immediately think of the scene in Friends when Chandler's awkwardly trying to lean over and look to see the maid's brawl. Oh, yeah. And, and she looks at him like, what are you doing? He goes, this is where I lean. <laughs> and I just see Chris Harrison up the door. Then him just going like, this is where I lean. 
I wish, I wonder in that moment, that's so good. I feel like so many of my um, things in life refer to friends. Every sense. But um, I wonder if in that moment they actually told her, like, hey, he broke up with Michelle. Because, like, at first she didn't look upset. I feel like she, at least from what we saw, they never told her. Okay. That she was gone. Yeah. So I'm it was like, weird. I'm like, why are you going to leave her there to, like, spin in her mind? She doesn't even get a date. She, like, and she didn't even get a date. Yeah, like, I would think weird. in that moment, I'm going home. I would, yeah. I would also think that, like, why couldn't you have pushed the date back a day and then not gone straight to the whatever the date is? And when it said, like, meet me at the lake, that little note, I was thrown off. I was like, wait, is this a date? I thought, I thought it was we a date. Were going on a date. Then I said, oh, Matt's really dressed up. He's oh, in a shoot. suit. Yeah. It was weird. Oh. That, that was, like, too fast, too soon. Oh, but the Neil Lane stuff. Let me tell you. That is who he needed to talk to. Neil Lane was doing a thousand times. Yeah, he was. And I heard the reason I'm smiling so big right now is because someone, I think that same podcast I referred to earlier said like, what if Neil Lane was host? Like at this point, he's more engaged than Chris Harrison. Which honestly, this is a big glow up from last season when we had, um, it was Tasha and Brendan. Oh yeah. And he didn't know his name or something. Yeah. But that, but then like they had to sit there and look at rings, but it was like a date. Yeah. That was, and it had nothing to do with like the finale, but it like freaked Brendan out. And Brendan was bye bye. And he literally went home that night Mm -hmm. and it was just like, Neil Lane was just awkwardly like, do you want to look at rings? Yeah. He was was so awkward. And this time he strutted in there. He was chill. He just asked some questions. He's like, yeah, we can look at them. You don't need to get engaged. It is a commitment. And he like gave solid advice. Yeah. And I was like, Thank you. And just I love what he said about the pair ring. Yeah. He was like, pair ring's my favorite because my mom had a pair. And I was like, mm, Leo. Is Neil married? I think he's single, which is really ironic. Is he really? Okay, next Google. That is so funny to me if he is single. Because he's like the Is Neil Lane married? Let's see. Marriage. It is not clear whether Lane is married or in a relationship. His Instagram account can be described as a celebration of love. What? <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my Instagram bio. <laughs> I don't know that he. They know. I don't know that he would, He's do, not married. Okay, I was gonna say, how do people not know? There's marriage certificates that get filed. That's how we know when celebrities. Get yeah, married. I was like, like this married. is a legal thing. Yeah, I don't think he's married. I think he has a girlfriend. And if I'm wrong, don't at me. It was a quick Google search. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, he says like, can I hold on to this, to the pairing? And in that moment I was like, he's not proposing. Oh, 100. Which, again, thankfully he did not propose. Yeah. That would have burned up in flames. I agree. I'm glad he didn't propose. I feel like we should just like go ahead and skip to the end, like up to the proposal because I, it was so unmoved by Everything that both of them were saying. Well, I have one more thing that Chris said that made me. Okay, yeah, give me, give me some Chris. I'm so sorry, Chris. Oh, when but, he hugged Rachel when she walked up. Um. Well, yeah. So he <laughs> hugged Rachel when she walks up, and then or wait, no, no, no it's Matt. It's Matt. Him and Matt first. Mm-hmm. And Matt's like basically being like, I gotta. Or he's like, Are you ready for this or whatever? And he goes, All right, say a little prayer and like go over the little. Yeah, I'm like. like you were condescending Matt's, like, need for prayer. I agree. And I literally, he was like, go say, like, he almost made it sound like I know this is the thing you do. So, like, go over there, say a little prayer. Like, again, maybe I'm just reading way into it. Maybe I was just very, like, anti-Chris this night. And so, like, everything he said pissed me off. But, like. I noticed that, I too. did not like it. And then I was like, what do you, is it, say a little prayer for you. Do you remember, or did you, did this ever happen to you, like, when you're, like, maybe the only Christian friend hanging out with, like other friends who aren't Christians and like you'll be eating dinner and they're like, do you want to pray? 
to like yeah. say things like that. Oh, I yeah. feel like, or if you're in it, like I have a family who are like sort of Christian, sort of not, like half and half, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And but like whenever they do want to pray, it's always to me. Yeah. It's like, can you say the blessing for everyone? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you say the blessing? And it's like because I'm like some pastor or something. Yeah, but and I'm that's not. how I feel like he like that's kind of like the condescension that is that a word condescension. Yeah. Condescendingness that I feel like Matt gets from like multiple people in this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Even like Rachel pulling the God card felt like almost condescending towards his like face. Like they're playing on his face. Yeah. Like it's a like, it's a tool. Yeah. Which and again, that's what it's like for people outside of it. Like, I mean, you can't really hate that they don't understand what it is when it's not something they were part mm-hmm, of. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not trying to hate on Chris, but I just like it was just like Did Yeah. You, I mean but it I wasn't know. his best episode, Chris Harrison. It might be his worst episode. I think it might be his worst. And a part of me wonders if, like, that was the bare minimum that they put in. Like, because... They probably tried to I'm thinking they cut it. I'm thinking they've been cutting out a lot. Um, but, anyways, the proposal looked freezing. Yeah, it was literally snowing, like, it, two days uh-huh, before that. And when Rachel was talking, her breath was, like, like, cold air. And I just felt so bad for her in that little halter dress with the open back. It was a very pretty dress. It was very pretty. She's stunning. I mean, she's so pretty. She is pretty. I think... Never mind. I'm done. What were you going to say? Her face is just a little short. And that doesn't make her ugly by any means. She always looks angry. Exactly. Like she's pouty. Like, because it's just like... And maybe it's just the way she's like using her face muscles. And yeah. it's like her face is actually fine. It probably... She is Like beautiful. RBF situation. Yeah. It's like just an RBF thing. And sometimes I'm just like, can you just like open your mouth a little or just like not like open it but just like calm it down yeah one thing that made me sad was like during the after fun the final rose i do feel like she looks like a little deteriorated like body size wise like i just feel like she looked like super thin and like and she's been going through it and like you could even see like a hive on her arm during the after the final rose go back and look and i like I was like, maybe she just, like, was itching her arm or something. But then I saw it. I think she gets hives when she's, like, nervous because I saw it again when they were doing the final rose part. Wow, attention to detail. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that she's just, like, really not in a good place, too. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah. It would be hard to be in a good place. Um, She says in her little last speech towards him, I'm not going to run when it gets tough, which is ironic because... He ran when it got tough. Yeah. I, honestly, her speech, even though I wasn't really down for the relationship, I didn't see it. Yeah. At all. Like, and the whole season, I didn't see it. Did not see the substance. And maybe she is, like, has a lot more to her, but we just didn't get to see it. But, like, I just felt like I didn't know her at mm-hmm. all, and it was just very surface. And so, like, but I will say her speech was pretty darn good mm-hmm. in terms of, like, sharing things and, yeah. you know, doing the confession of love while also being like, so you can propose to me or not. Let me know. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, she said all the right things. I just wrote back, bring back Tasha and Zach. Because their proposal was that, everything. That was out of this world. It was okay. everything. But that's, that's the difference, though, between the two, is that that one was so full of love. Substance. And, and we had the substance. We understood it. We could see it. It was like musk in the air. Yeah, and I do feel like all of Tasha's men on her season were, like, way more... I don't know if they showed more on camera... Um, but way more vulnerable than these girls. Like, they really opened up. It was because of quarantine, and they hadn't come up with all these ideas or ways to, like, do, like, the typical, like, kitschy bachelorette, like, things. Yeah, it was stripped. It was just, 
really people hanging out and telling stories and talking. And we actually got to know the people. I liked I that. all those dudes so well. I really enjoyed that. And then they went back and I said, hopefully they learned from that season and we'll see that more. And now we're still in quarantine, but in Pennsylvania and it's better. And now they're like, oh, we can, you know, repel down buildings. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Like we knew about Zach's addiction. We knew about Ivan's brother. We knew about Ben. We cried. knew about Ben's eating disorder. Like we knew things about those guys and I really felt connected to them. And I, I did not feel connected knew. to any of these girls except Michelle because of the bloopers. Yeah. And cause she's a teacher and y'all, I stand teachers. I love teachers, stand especially them. like teachers and healthcare workers right now. I'm just like addicted to. Yeah. Because of, absolutely always have been always will be. Yeah. Um, I just thought his speech was kind of like, meh. Oh, it was very, meh. it was very just like, I think, at this point, I don't even think he, like, knew how he felt. Yeah. I think he just asked her to be his girlfriend because he was like, well, this will make America hate me less. And I don't think, because I don't think he wanted to break up with her necessarily, but it wasn't like a, who else has left recently without getting together, but, like, they were, like, super close. That happens on Paradise more It happens often. on Paradise a lot. Um, I'm drawing a blank Kevin now. and Astrid. And now they're engaged. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just like, it happens a lot more in Paradise, obviously, because they don't have to engage. It's not as big of a deal. It's not as big of a deal, yeah. This isn't just on them. But this wasn't even that, though, where they're like, oh, we're just super excited. It was just kind of like a... They just wanted to say, I love you. Yeah. They just said, I love you, and over and over again. Um. So, I, yeah, my last note for that is most boring ending ever. And then it goes into after the final rose, but I really didn't take a lot of notes because I was actually I in took it. zero notes and I was just watching it. The only thing, the only two notes that I wrote is in the beginning when Emmanuel was like introducing the night, they had this like music in the background that was very Nintendo-esque. And I was like, why are they still playing this background <laughs> music? I felt like I was in a video game. I was like, please turn it down. I want to listen to Emmanuel. It's so strange. It was like, doot, doot, doot. I don't know. It was, I can't, I can't reenact it. And then I loved, I mean, we'll get into Emmanuel as an interviewer, but I just loved how he said that quote that history is meant to be remembered, but not all history is meant to be celebrated. Mm -hmm. Like that was just a really beautiful way of saying what happened was wrong, but I'm not going to, can't, I like how he brought up cancel culture. Like we don't need to cancel you. I don't know. I just really loved what he said about like, you can do something that's racially insensitive it doesn't make you a racist. Yeah. And like, cause everybody does something that's racially insensitive mm-hmm. because there's ignorance and the difference between like the prejudice of like staying willfully ignorant is mm-hmm. what prejudice is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, he said you can, that. You can be ignorant, but you can't like stay there willfully. Yes. That's when you become prejudiced. Yes. And that was such a good point. He just is so eloquent. And humble, too. He wasn't, like, acting like he knew everything better. He wasn't attacking. And I just feel like when Rachel was out there with just him, just Emmanuel, I do feel like she felt comfortable. And, and then I felt like... much applaud her for going. Me, too. She didn't have to go. She did not have to go. And I feel like she is sincere in her apology. And, I mean, it's hard to... It would not shock me if she was struggling with a lot right now. A lot. Specifically, like... Potentially, like, really heavy anxiety. And depression. Like, depression. Yeah. Like, how could... I mean, like, everything... Like, that's a lot of attacking. There's a lot of bullying, probably, she's encountering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sticking up for what happened. Like, what she no, did. It no, was no, ignorant. the reality of what she's probably going through right now. Currently. And, I mean, like, I'll... Like, going back to Bachelor fan accounts. But uh, I'll go look on Instagram at, like, a fan account and then the comments like I'll just see like the first four comments 
below and it is so evil like these trolls are so mean that i think all the time i want to be famous and i probably will for reality television but then i think that part i would be i don't do well when like someone's mad at me so i i would not do well receiving hate and on hate on hate from people who don't know me I would all definitely be the person like trying to defend myself all the time, mm-hmm. which you can't be like. You can't do. You have to stay a little quiet. You have to like just not. You have to literally like turn off your comments. Yeah, or turn off your forget alerts. the haters and like remember that like they don't know you. Yeah, I would be really bad at that. And yeah. people are mean to everyone though. Even, oh, everyone. Even like the coolest of coolest of people are mm-hmm. getting like extreme hate all the time. Yeah, I just don't understand what could be going on in your mind and your heart in that moment, and you're on your phone. That you have to say these horrible things. Yeah, and like I have a lot of feelings about celebrities, but I've never once commented on a celebrity page thinking to say something negative. Thinking they'll even see my comment. So like, like to me, it's like, why would you even take the time? Like, I comment with love on posts that'll never be seen. Yeah. all the time. Yeah, but why would you take like, the time if to be you go so to Justin Bieber's posts? <laughs> you know how when like you go to like a celebrity's post and anyone you know that's commented, you can see that. It yeah, pops yeah. up kind of first. Yeah. yeah. You'd see my name quite a few times on his posts. Are you pumped for his album drop? Yes. That is all I'm thinking about. <laughs> um, but, like, you'll see, like, oh, I love this. Love you. Keep it up. Like, I'm just. I'm love calling, you. Keep it up. I am. All the time. Oh, obsessed whenever he posts him and Haley. Oh, obsessed. him and Haley are everything. Everything's I like, have a whole nother level of love for their love. It's like, to me, she is so a cool. glass creature that cannot be broken. Like, she, to me, is like. What an angel looks like in heaven. I would love <laughs> to get like way more of a deep dive into like her and like her life. She started a YouTube channel, so her own. Yeah, that's <gasps> last week. Her first one's with Kendall. Yeah, you gotta go look at that. Oh wow, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. See, full of nuggets. Yeah, full. See, it's not just Bachelor, y'all. Mm-mm, we we got it all. Um, but yeah, I just thought he Emmanuel did a really good job at letting there be silence too. Like, there was a lot of silence, silence, but I like that he embraced that. He was like, I asked you, like, basically in his head, I'm thinking, he he's thinking that he asked a question, and Matt is thinking about his response, and he's letting Matt sit and, and that, think. It was also an editing choice. This was not live, uh-huh. everybody. So, like, they purposefully left that in, because Emmanuel could let that go all day long for a live interview, and let him and just, he lets them edit however they want. They kept those super long silences in. I really appreciated that. They were actually. They were very heavy and they and I genuinely believe Matt was speechless because he could not form a sentence and when he was asked a question I almost think he was putting too much pressure on himself to answer it correctly that he didn't even answer the question that was asked. He often does that. Yeah, and um, I was like But it's okay. I mean, like that. no hate no shade, but some, I was watching and Summer was there and she was like um, did he even answer the question and I'm like no I don't think so like because it happened all the time yeah all the time yeah and I I, I mean they're not getting back together it's done he he's, he was very like that his silence said it all because she was like I would like I'm in basically like I still love you and Emmanuel asked like do you see redemption in this relationship or reconciliation or something and he like dodged that question real hard and mm-hmm. said something else politically correct and then didn't answer. And I was like, ooh. And another thing I loved about Emmanuel, this is now just an Emmanuel like yeah. stand yeah. account. Well, truly. He's um, the best. He 
asked the questions that he knew even people outside of, not outside of his viewpoint, but like outside of the popular viewpoint of the situation, like maybe people who were like mad that Rachel was, you know, in so much trouble, mad they got broken up over that particular issue, mad that Chris Mm -hmm. Harrison isn't there, just people with opposing viewpoints. He asked the questions that they would have asked. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, okay, good. You're literally hitting all the points, letting people really tell their stories and um, gain understanding. Yes. And I'm glad that they addressed the whole Chris Harrison thing because it would have been so awkward if he did after the final rose and addressed everything but that. I don't know. It would have just been like really not a good look for Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Bachelor Nation is in a really, or the mm-hmm. franchise itself is in a really dark place right now. Yeah. Because he even like asked Rachel, he was like, um, like, oh golly, he asked so many good questions. But one of them was that like, did you lie awake at night, like knowing that you had like, you know, you're in a relationship with a black man and that these photos were out and she was like, somewhere. no, she was like, no, I never thought about that. Like, I, yeah, I probably honestly, wouldn't either. Honestly, wouldn't thought of it either. And he's like, um, are you upset that like, this is what broke up like your relationship? Well, he just kept asking such questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a really good after the final rose. And then the f- finale of that episode was there's two bachelorettes. We got our girl Katie and we got our girl Michelle. Which which season do you think you're going to like better? Michelle. Me too. Duh. Okay, here's my only, like, I don't have issues with Katie, but, like, this is my hesitation with Katie. Um, she seemed a lot more bachelorette thirsty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She played everything perfectly. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she knew. Like, you could tell she was very aware of the cameras. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, honestly, good on you. You're smart. Yeah. So, like, I'm just, I'm not saying anything that's a negative thing, but it's just, like, there's that. So, it's a little bit less of that genuine feeling. Michelle, I got a lot more of, like, I could be here or not be here. Yeah. And I totally agree. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, Katie had, like, a podcast, and she had, like, a really good following prior to going on the show. So, I think she's definitely... I mean, she falls in love great. I think, but I think she's definitely using this as an outlet to like build her platform. Which, where like Michelle, I'm predicting another like Tasha love story. Like, I'm predicting she actually finds her husband and marries him. Where Katie, I can see like an engagement and a possible breakup. Also, did you see the people coming at Tasha and Zach? Yeah, that was so dumb. I love how she addressed it. I know. So basically people were saying like, oh, she's going to film. Ooh, this is bad for the relationship. Oh, she's not wearing her ring. She's not wearing her ring, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I bet they broke up. Blah, blah, And something about his mom unfollowing her on Instagram. Yeah. Here's the deal. If Tasha and Zach break up, I don't know what I'll do. I I will truly not even believe that I'm in a real relationship. I will be (laughs) unwell. I will not be well, for sure. I'm obsessed with them. I'm They're obsessed so with how low-key they are. I'm obsessed with how obsessed with each other they are. I'm, like, and I'm obsessed with, like, and that's very rare that I'm, like, obsessed with both people in the relationship. Like, like Rachel and Brian. I'm, like, whatever about Brian, but the mm-hmm. fact that Rachel loves him so much, I'm, like, I know he's awesome. Yeah. But I'm only paying attention to Rachel. That's how I feel about them, too. In this relationship, Zach and Deja, it's both. Yeah. yeah I'm just love them both. Because he really, like, as soon as he shared his story on their one-on-one, I just... I've been all in. I'm like such a sucker for specifically an addiction like mm-hmm. um, story, like rehabilitation story, mm-hmm. like redemptive and beautiful and, and like powerful. someone stepping into that will like willingly, like Tasha did. It's not e- it's not easy to be that is love married to an addict, and she was like, no, I'm choosing this, and I love that. It's I love it so much. It's everything. Can we rewatch her season and do that? Again? Yeah, but can I scoop the first off? That's true. Claire, <laughs> Claire Bear. Are they back together? I don't 
Oh, bless. So many things, but I will probably be watching all of them. I always, I'm going to watch every episode, yeah. I'll watch every second of every episode. I'll never stop watching The Bachelor ever. And someone, I went to dinner with Buffy and her husband last night, who's been on the podcast, and she's great. And I know she, like, does not like The Bachelorette, but <laughs> but Michael brought up the, bat like, that I was, like, watching The Bachelor or doing a Bachelor podcast or something. I can't remember how it came up. And Paul's like, you watch that? And I was like, I have been watching every episode since high school, and I will never stop. And I know that it can be ridiculous, but I will never stop. Like, basically, I don't come at me. Don't come at me. It's all about those simple joys. I just need it. I need it. I love it. And I hope that you guys love this episode because... We just spent a hot minute. A hot minute a hot recapping. Minute. Um, do you have any other uh, pop culture things you want to talk about? Um, well, you already mentioned Justin Bieber's album coming out on Friday. Yep. So that's my plans for the weekend. <laughs> um, but I'm not joking. I am driving to Charlotte on Friday. So you oh, better perfect. bet off her like four times by the time I get there. Perfect. That's really good when you can like, get a, a good It is a blessing push. when you are on a road trip mm-hmm. the weekend an album comes out. I remember, I'll never forget, when Evermore came out, I was like, I had to drive from Dallas to Houston that day. Oh, like, that's wow. a good five-hour trip. I said, I'm set. Mm-hmm. I'm set. And mm-hmm. it's just so nice because you can really get to know the songs and hear a lot more than if you like had to work that day or had an event or something. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. You know exactly what I mean. I know exactly I just, what you mean. I love doing this with you. I know. I, lo- I love it and I know what you mean. And I feel so much less crazy when I'm with you than when I'm talking to anyone else. About pop culture. You're not crazy. I know. I know. I'm really not. No, you're not. Oh, wait. No. There was something else. I did save it on my Instagram. Because oh, Because I was perfect. like, I want to talk to you about this. Um, we've had a lot of pauses this episode of looking crap up. It's okay. We're doing our research, y'all. Yeah. In, in the moment. In the moment. Eat ITM. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they call the interviews in Bachelor. Um, and of course, this is the one time my phone doesn't work. Uh oh. Oh, Bear has a lot to say. Let me let him out so he can go talk to all the soul girls who are currently coming into my house and leaving my house. Go. Go, bud. Go, Bear. Go, Bear. I'm probably not going to edit this out because I suck at editing. Um, this? Oh, it's fine. Um, okay, it, it's actually bachelor related. I forgot. So. One of the funny things that Michelle said when she was talking to Matt and after the final rose, she was so sassy and hilarious. Like another reason why I'm so excited to have her as a bachelor. Uh-huh. She said, I hope you find your happiness. I hope you move on. Oh, Kissing yeah. with your eyes closed. And I hope you come up with more phrases than just thanks for sharing. I loved that. She And he loved it too. Yeah, he did. He's she really good that. at receiving criticism, I will say that. That is true. Um, okay, that was the only pop culture thing I had other than that. What about you? Um I mean, Taylor Swift won Album of the Year at the Grammys this past week, and I loved her outfit. Um, I'm still her performance getting, was stellar. Her performance was good. Did you watch anything else of it? I started Harry Styles' performance, and I got cut off. I need to finish it. I, I really want to watch him, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa's performance is great. Um, I love when she does Don't Start Now mm-hmm. because she has two songs, basically, and she just, like, dances a lot in that one, and it's, like, she's really a, fun watching her dance. She's a really good performer. Mm-hmm. I just, I have a weird crush on her, too. I'm literally obsessed with her. Yeah, and she hasn't released a song yet that's not a bop. So if she, mm-hmm. if she stays in this bop mode, then we're going to get, I'm just going to fall even more in love with her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really watch the Grammys. I just looked at the outfits. There was, um, 
Megan Thee Stallion won a couple. She won Best New Artist, right? Mm-hmm. She won Best New Artist. And the only one I... I really love Noah Cyrus. I love Noah. Yeah. I love the Cyrus family, though. So, and, you know, Tish was just sitting there. Tish looked bomb. Tish the I know Tish. nobody else cares about what Tish Cyrus wore to the Grammys because she's not even one of the artists, but I do, and she looked amazing. Tish the Dish. Um, She's amazing. But anyway, so she won that, but then she also won Song of the Year with Beyonce for... Savage. And so her and Beyonce go up together to accept, but Beyonce, you know, like just lets her. How many Grammys does Beyonce have? Now she's tied. With Taylor? I don't know with who. I don't I don't remember. He did not clarify the who was the host? What's his face? I didn't I don't know. Trevor Noah. Oh, he Um, hosted. Was that him? The comedian guy? Yeah, it was him, right? I didn't watch it, so I don't know who hosted. Crap, I don't remember. Uh, I think it was him. Anyways, um, he like said after that, he's like, by the way, everyone, this makes Beyonce tied for something, something. But he didn't say who she tied with. So I have to Maybe it's not Taylor Swift. No, I don't think Taylor, because she, she didn't win any Grammys it's for like reputation. It's like 30 something. It's like 34. That's insane. Yeah. But anyway, so Beyonce is totally just letting like Megan Thee Stallion like talk. And she's just talking about like how like thankful she is for his opportunities. And, like that. She's like, and like, and she like couldn't, first when she won first best new artist, she couldn't even talk. Mm-hmm. She took her mask off and just stood there for like a hot 30 seconds. Like She was like, probably like shook. She was. And then, oh, another one was funny. Lizzo. Did Lizzo win anything? I don't know. I didn't really, like I watched it, but I also didn't watch yeah. it. I saw certain parts. And Lizzo was trying to, she was presenting an award and she couldn't get the thing open. And she also said, she also said the B word. It goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then she couldn't like open it and she was like well this is awkward <laughs> she's just trying to open this awkward she's, it. It. Like, she's just good content all around yeah. and then later Megan Thee Stallion when she won with Beyonce again pretty speechless she's just like pointing at Beyonce like right next to her like can't believe this and then she finally is like I just don't can't believe I'm up here cause you know what I just used to like growing up it was always just what would Beyonce do but a little more ratchet <laughs> <laughs> that's good it was great quote it's really good i'm gonna i need that on a coffee mug or t-shirt and those were the only memorable moments the grammy is in my opinion yeah i didn't watch it but i did see the outfits um yeah i feel like this is a really good recap yeah everyone should be you know are you thankful everyone should be really satisfied and thankful and you know after you're done listening just go ahead and press five stars and leave a leave a review yeah please do you can leave one here at Heart and Soul Podcast or also at Rachel Rambles. Yeah, Rachel Rambles is going to be portraying this information as well. So Yes, this is also to all my ramblers. Ramblers! Um, all right, ladies. Well, we love you so much. Or if there's any gentlemen, I doubt it at this point. Please reach out to If me. you are a gentleman listening, we need to know who you are. Yeah, because like, I want to be your friend. Yeah. And like talk pop, pop culture. Pop culture. Pop <laughs> culture. Um, anyways, I gotta go. My voice is failing me. We love you guys so much, and we will talk to you next week. Um, bye. Bye. Whoa.